This is a Galactic Network podcast. Galactic Radio. I'm Dave Nelson. Two major sci-fi franchises began filming their latest productions this week, and both were announced via teasers. First, the standalone Han Solo prequel film. Going under the working title Red Cup, probably so named because classic Red Cups are also called Solo Cups, Principal photography began with co-director Chris Miller posting a shot of his first slate being held up to camera. Han first shot, he wrote, a play on the infamous who shot first scene in the original trilogy involving Han. Then there's Star Trek Discovery. To mark production beginning in Toronto, the show released a one-minute teaser video. The footage is very heavy on tying the series to the beginnings of Star Trek at creator Gene Roddenberry's typewriter, but the second half gives a first look at the new series. There's some renderings of the Federation vessel, a glimpse of new uniforms, some alien gear, and it all ends on a shot of a new captain's chair. Watch it and read more details on both these stories in the show notes of this podcast. Up next, details about tech companies standing up to Trump. Welcome to today's applicably galactic app reviews! Unit Converter is a simple app that helps you convert 12 different types of measurements on your iDevice. Known as Convert Units Plus on Android, the app lets you easily convert units from different systems, namely metric and imperial. These units include area, currency exchange, data size, fuel mileage, length, power, pressure, speed, temperature, time, volume, and weight. Its calculator-like interface lets you pick the type of units from the panel on the left side of the screen, pick units to convert on scrollable side-by-side columns, and add values by way of a numeric keypad. The free version of the app has ads along the bottom of the screen and updates currency exchange every 24 hours. By comparison, the paid version does away with ads and updates rates every 15 minutes. I'm Peter Fisher from Blazing Caribou's I'd App That, and this has been today's Applicably Galactic App Review! Thanks, Peter. Our next story comes from thedrum.com. Google's parent company Alphabet, Apple, Facebook, Uber, and other major tech companies are working together on a letter opposing U.S. President Trump's travel ban from certain Middle Eastern countries, according to sources. A draft of the letter published by Recode highlighted the contributions of immigrants from all backgrounds, but also sought to find common ground. The letter said, We share your goal of ensuring that our immigration system meets today's security needs and keeps our country safe. We are concerned, however, that your recent executive order will affect many visa holders who work hard here in the United States and contribute to our country's success. Coming up, who's directing the pilot episode of that X-Men TV series? Stick around to find out. Hello, I'm Gregor Sprague, and this is Galactic Radio's Poll List, and these are just a few of the picks that I have made for the week of February 1st, 2017. Starting things off with DC Comics, we have Harley Quinn number 13, written by Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor, with art by John Timms. Joker loves Harley finale. Just how did a gentle, quote-unquote, reformed, joker come to arrive at harley's doorstep whence everyone believed him dead and gone the answer is in this issue and it'll shock you shade 
The Changing Girl number 5, written by Cecil Castellucci, with art by Marley Zarcone. Which is more powerful, these new human emotions or the madness that brought Shade to Earth? Balancing both is difficult, as the divide between where she is now and where she comes from grows deeper. It's all about duality as the future and the past are racing to catch up with Shade. She sees strange visions of a possible tomorrow, while Megan, the girl whose body she stole, is racing across galaxies to take her life back. Plus, an all-new backup featuring Shade's favorite TV show, Life with Honey, comes to comics. Image Comics has Deadly Class number 26, written by Rick Remender with art by Wes Craig. Saya's secret history is finally revealed as she faces down a horde of assassins who have come for more than just her life. And The Walking Dead number 163, written by Robert Kirkman with art by Charlie Adler, Cliff Rathburn, and Stefano Guardino, a new story arc, Conquered, begins. In the aftermath of the Whisperer War, all is lost. Also, holy crap, this issue is 25 cents to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Image Comics. Also available for 99 cents on digital. Marvel Comics has Bullseye Number 1, written by Ed Brisson and Marv Wolfman, with art by Alec Morgan and Guillermo Sana. Daredevil, Elektra, Punisher. You name them, Bullseye's beating them. But that was just business. This? This is pleasure. So what does the world's greatest assassin do for fun? Find out what Bullseye gets involved in for laughs in this deadly first issue way down in South America. Moon Knight number 11, written by Jeff Lemire with art by Greg Smallwood. Run for your lives! The asylum wasn't the first institution Mark Spector escaped, or the first that rejected him. Is Moon Knight stronger alone or more vulnerable? Trapped outside of reality, his survival depends on answers in his past. And my pick of the week. This is the pick that I will be personally going to get myself, along with The Walking Dead number 163, because it's 25 cents, holy frickin' cow. It is Paper Girls number 11. A bold new storyline starts here. The Eisner and Harvey Award-winning Best New Series from Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang returns, as Aaron, Mac, and Tiffany finally reunite with their long-lost friend KJ only to encounter some horrifying new threats in an unexpected era. Now, these are just a few of the picks that I have made for you guys. You can find these and more at your local comic book store. And if you don't have a comic book store around you, by all means, pick it up on Comixology. This has been The Polis. I've been Gregor Sprague. Dave, what is next? Thanks, Gregor. Last week, Fox officially ordered the pilot for a new X-Men television series. Just one day later, the studio announced that Brian Singer would direct the pilot. Singer, who has directed five X-Men movies, told Mashable that the cast will have some familiar and some unfamiliar faces, and that there's crossover in the future of the X-Men movie franchise. Singer also commented about the other X-Men TV series, Legion, which premieres February 8th. It's mostly about a family. It's a family drama. There'll be effects, powers, and things like that, but at its heart, it's about a family. It's an emotional story. Brian Singer starts filming his next X-Men movie in September. The next film in the franchise, Logan, will be in theaters March 3rd. Thanks to comicbook.com for details on that story. NASA astronauts have a brand new suit. Keep listening to hear more about that. Fandom is a term used to refer to a subculture composed of fans characterised by a feeling of empathy and camaraderie with others who share a common interest. This time on Random Fandom, we look at the very first one. Fans of the literary detective Sherlock Holmes are widely considered to have 
comprised the first modern fandom, holding public demonstrations of mourning after Holmes was killed off in 1893 and creating some of the first fan fiction as early as around 1897 to about 1902. The Baker Street Irregulars, commonly known as the BSI, was founded in New York City by Christopher Morley in 1934 and is one of the oldest and largest organisations devoted to Sherlock Holmes fandom. After 1940, Scion organisations located in other regions, but inspired by the Senior New York Society, gradually spun off from the BSI parent group. Each included a reference to a home story in its name. The Speckled Band of Boston was founded in 1940 by a Sherlockian who'd been attending the BSI's annual gatherings in New York, held each January to celebrate Holmes's birthday. Other groups founded during the 1940s included the Dancing Men of Providence, the Sons of the Copper Beaches of Philadelphia, the Five Pips of Westchester, the Hounds of the Baskerville in Chicago, and the Six Napoleons of Baltimore. Hundreds of additional Scion societies were founded across the United States during the 1950s and 1960s. Some proved short-lived, while others are still active today. In the years after World War II, it became common for members of Scion societies who were travelling on business or on vacation to attend meetings of one another's groups. Leading Sherlockians from Scion organisations from across the country and even abroad would also gather once a year in New York to see one another. The BSI and its Scion societies dedicated themselves to the practice of the Great Game, a form of fanish speculation in which it is assumed that the stories were all accounts of true events written by Dr Watson, and that Conan Doyle was merely Watson's literary agent who got them published. Because Sherlockians playfully assumed that Watson was Holmes's actual biographer, the gatherings and publications often focus on what is now described as meta speculative or analytical material that seeks to explain or reconcile apparent contradictions in Doyle's own canon. The organisation's best-known activity may be its magazine, the Baker Street Journal, which has published scholarly criticism and fan works since the organisation's inception. It also puts on an annual convention, the BSI Weekend in New York, the BSI Trust, which describes itself as part of the BSI, is devoted to gathering and preserving BSI records and materials for archival study. The backing music to Random Fandom was kindly provided by the Feslian Studios. Now my own particular fandom is Doctor Who. Join me each week on the Galactic Network for Who Knew and Review. Thanks, Daryl. Finally, this time around, from the Unexplained Mysteries website, Boeing, which is currently developing its new Starliner spacecraft to take astronauts to the International Space Station, has revealed a brand new spacesuit design featuring a bunch of improvements over NASA's previous attire. The new suits, which are blue instead of orange, are much lighter and more flexible than the old ones, 
thanks to the use of advanced new materials and joint patterns. The helmet and visor, which were previously separate, are now integrated into the suits, while special vents have been implemented to keep the astronauts from overheating. The new suit has even been fitted with touchscreen-sensitive gloves for computer work. Read more about this story in the show notes of this podcast at gncasts.com slash galacticradio. Today on the Movie Man's Movie Minute, we've got Sucker Punch from 2011. Here we get the story of a young girl who is institutionalized by her very abusive stepfather, and to help retreat from the reality that she is in in the institution, she starts to imagine these fanciful plans to help escape with her friends, and we see these very fanciful worlds she comes up with as she tries to cope with being in the mental health facility. Folks, Zack Snyder brings us a visually stunning film that, while the story may not exactly sit well with people, it's worth it for the three set pieces we have in here. The amalgamation that he has of genres in each one of the fantasy uh, settings that we see uh, the main character played by uh, Emily Brown are fantastic. I mean, there's a huge, gigantic samurai warriors in one, there's uh, steampunk Nazis in another, and who wouldn't want to see a World War II bomber take on a dragon? No, this film is not written very well, but it's worth it for the visual effects and these fun action scenes, in my opinion. If you've seen Sucker Punch, please leave your comments at MovieManiac3D on the Twitter or over at SpecialMarkProductions.com. Thanks for joining us again for another edition of Galactic Radio. I'm Dave Nelson. You can follow me on Twitter at Dave Nelson Voice. Have a great week. Talk to you again next time. Monkey Warhol provided our music and Blazing Caribou did the cover art. For more about them, show notes, feedback information, how to subscribe, social network links and more, go to gncasts.com slash galacticradio. This has been a Galactic Network podcast.